Welcome to the first episode <laughs> of my creative journey with one of the most infamous creative people I've ever met in my life, Justo Ontario. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to dive in. I want to know uh, a little bit about you and how you get to you know where you're at now creatively. How do I get to where I'm at creatively right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Just your um, journey, your, you know, who you are. All right. Well, my name's Justo Ontario. I'm a, a singer, songwriter, producer, and I'm also a teacher by day, rock star by night. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, pretty much like, you know, for the most part, I'm a, um, I'm a recording artist and I create music that I hear in my head and I convert it into life lessons or I convert it into moments for people to make with themselves or make with with whoever they're with or what or wherever they're at type thing. Okay. Okay, cool. So where where exactly are you from? I'm from <laughs> specifically I'm from Northern Virginia in a town called Woodbridge and a section in Woodbridge called Dale City. <laughs> Dale City. Little DC. Dale Somebody City. told me that said Nemo, Right, please. right. I know, right? <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm from the DMV area and I currently live in New York. I've been living in New York for the past seven years. Okay, so what made you go to New York if you like? You're from Virginia. Like, what made you leave? You did. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, no, no, no. Um, but I always knew that. Um, always knew. I always knew I wanted to move to New York since I was a kid. So like, when I saw Home Alone two, you know, for the first time, you know, I was like, yo, that's where I want to be. And yeah, I've always been fascinated with New York. So like, when I got older and the time came to move, and I knew I wanted to be around like more of that energy in New York and the um, the offices in New York. So. And so, yeah, and uh, you know what? That's when you kept on acting me like, yo, just move out here, move out here, dog. And yeah. <laughs> where were I, because I remember that time, but I didn't know, I can't pinpoint the, was it, were you in Virginia? Were you at school? Like, where were you? I was back in Virginia and I was just substitute teaching, substitute teaching. And then, uh, yeah, that's all I was doing. I mean, I was making music, yes. And actually, nah, let me, not to take that lightly. I was in Virginia still making music and everything and, you know, developing myself as an artist and making music with other creatives and musicians out there and artists. And from there, we um, we made a collective called The Five Senses. And like, it was me, Leon Knight, Tavon, Noose. Uh, let me see, who else? I think Shabuzi was in it. And... Yeah, it was, and yeah, it was like a, a good collective of like creatives that we all, every day after work, like we was all going to our homie Leon Tavon's crib in the basement making music and everything. And then so eventually though, when we got a little older, you know, um, Leon, Tavon and Noose, they all moved to Cali and I ended up moving to New York and yeah. And from there, um, I think that was probably the best decision I ever made moving to New York. Okay, so what are some of the things that you encountered, like, I guess, 
you know, going, you know, having that transition. Because I know when I moved to New York, I was like, yeah, I'm about to make it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. broke. Hey, <laughs> 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 New York will definitely have you like, oh, I'm making it. And then, oh, damn, I'm broke. <laughs> it will really Real have you like that. It can go like that within a matter of hours. Yes, yes. That's a fact. In a so matter of hours. I want to know, how, how was that for you? Um, I would say like, hmm. All right. So maneuvering throughout New York, I think what made it a lot um, smoother and things not fall apart as bad as they could is the fact that like I just had dope ass relationships with people like mm. you know and so that transition I will say it, yeah it was it was sort of smooth you know because like New York is one of those places where it's just like it's going it's going and you got to find That's that you got to find that spot where you just going to hop in at and go with the flow with you know where you know you've been trying to go type thing so um, but through the, you know, different obstacles I had, like, I definitely like, yeah, I was like homeless for <laughs> a good little while. And, um, and, but, you know, I was always still working and everything. And so from there, like what would dig me out, um, of those ditches was like, just honestly continuing to be out and active in any type of way, just not being, you know, dang, uh, this just went down last night and I'm down bad, but like, I'm just going to, like, I made sure like I wasn't just down in the dumps. If I was in the dumps, it may have been for like, you know, a half a day, but I knew I had to like go back outside and get it, you know, mm -hmm. like whether that be, yeah, hopping on Uber so I can um, scrape up this bread to so I can finish this studio time or like finish whatever track or finish paying whatever musicians I need for whatever gig. Like, you know, I did what I had to do pretty much. So like, you know, I just continuously like uh, kept myself motivated. And I also looked to the city, you know, itself for motivation. So like a lot of times, like I was going out and sometimes I'll just be wandering, you know, wandering okay. and I would wandering around New York and I would stumble across that place where I met that person type thing, you know? So like just, yeah, learning how to like take a licking and keep on ticking type thing is what like help, you know, me maneuver through hard times out there, you know? So do you think that um, there's more opportunity in New York City than it is Virginia. Because for me, I know that's another reason why I left. I said, you know what? I feel like it's just not going to happen for me here. And also for me staying in the same environment, I yeah. just felt like I couldn't grow. So yeah. how was it for you, um, you know, with that? Was it like, yo, you know what? I can make it in the DMV area, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like how, you know, that story of like Raheem Devon and Wale of like yeah. how they kind of made it. Or was it like, you know what? I'm gonna pack up my bags, go to New York City like J. Cole and make it that way. Like what was yeah. it? Um, so as far as that, like leaving Virginia, I just knew like, don't get me wrong, I'm I I love, you know, I love Virginia. Oh, VA. VA yeah, all day. I love Virginia. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it. But I since a kid, I'm like, I knew, I knew like this, I know this is not 
this is not just it for me. Okay. Like I always knew this, I gotta be around more. I need more, you know, like I need, I need to see more. I need to be around more different types of energies. Don't get me wrong, like Virginia, I feel like I love Virginia because of the people there, you know, mm. that I love, you know, my friends and family that are from there. But like, you know, specifically where we from as a whole, like, you know, I've never felt like just from the city by itself, like inspired, okay. like type thing, you know. So I wanted to, I've always, and I always like being places where I'm inspired, you know. Like I said, I'm inspired by the people in Virginia, you know, and stuff. My, you know, my my childhood from there and everything. But like, um, yeah, I knew getting older, I just, I needed to be around more. And like, so like when I was telling people I was moving to New York and they're like, why you want to move to New York? It's fast out there. I'm like, that's why I want to move out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I want to be around that. Like I, I love that energy and I love ambition and um and what other place like in the world where you feel the ambition in the air so like mm, that's um true. yeah yo so like don't get me wrong like like always virginia is that's home i'm not going to forget that and i i love you know being where i'm from you know i do love being from there but i just knew it it wasn't <laughs> i knew i couldn't live live here like my whole life i knew that so now uh you're in new york you know you're hustling you're trying to uh do something i'm just trying to paint a picture yeah yeah really uh what was because you're an, you're a musical artist right yeah what was the first record that you put together in new york <laughs> um let me see in in new york shoot man for real for one of the first ones i remember is when well, I guess you thinking when I moved there. Yeah, when you okay. move when you moved there. I'm about to say, I'm, about to say, I'm thinking that that one record that um I cut at the crib um when you was in the Bronx, Black Dust. <laughs> we recorded that in the crib, didn't we? In the Bronx. Oh crap, we sure did. <laughs> yeah, Mount Eden, stand up for a train. You know right, what it is? Exactly. You already know. So yeah, I mean that was one of the first records. But I'm trying to think the first record record I cut in New York. Um, dang, what was it? Um, okay. Nah, that don't count. Um, <laughs> I would say, I'm trying to think. What was that? We recorded mad stuff, bro. Yeah, we recorded mad songs. Um, but. Okay, the first record I released while I was in New York was, like, officially released in New York was the dancing record. Mm. Like, I mean, I got that finished up in New York. Um, and yeah, I got the guitar added in there and we had um, my homie Rashawn mix that down okay. for the last part. And yeah, that was like the first record I put out in New York was the dancing record. And that record probably was the the one that got me like the most buzz I got on like the internet, so. That's dope, Yeah, that's dope. Um, so can you tell us, uh, and again, there's no hate on NYC, like Not NYC kind of like raised us. Right, for right? Real. But, um, but what's uh, something that you love from NYC and something that you hate? All right. That's a good question. All right, one <laughs> thing I love about NYC is whatever it is that you looking for. Okay. <laughs> 
Somebody is selling it. <laughs> oh my God. No, 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 no. Okay. Not, not like. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying you said that. I didn't. Shut up. <laughs> I'm saying like, if it's New York is good, like it's so dope that whatever specific thing that you need, like it's it's somebody, either you know somebody that does it or you know somebody that knows somebody, like directly type mm-hmm. thing, you know. For example, like if, you know, yeah, when I was looking for somebody to like, okay, all right, I need somebody that knows how to make this type of clothing and but doesn't use it, but doesn't use this type of material. Like you can find somebody in New York that literally makes specifically like shoes that are made out of bamboo or some shit like that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Just, that's what I love that's about New York. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very, very like it's it's yeah mad stuff is accessible and on top of that like whenever you want it you can get it Mm -hmm. you know if it ain't if it ain't there today it's gonna be there tomorrow type thing so again i i like to know because uh this story i mean this show is like based on your creative journey oh yeah yeah, so i want to know what are like what was your day-to-day jobs like where did you work all right, so when I first got to New York, I was working at a summer camp. And it was Bay a community. Sounds yeah. like you were giving back to the community. Yeah, no. If anything, that's probably like my main, you know, that's one of my main ways of giving back to the city. You know, I, I've always worked with kids. So um, I've always kept a job that involved like, yeah, either teaching, if not teaching, like mentoring. If not mentoring, then uh, assisting like kids mm-hmm. in any type of way, you know. And like I always, um, my niche is the middle schoolers. So like, I think the middle schoolers are they're so like they're they're a good age group to work with for me because it's like their ego hasn't swallowed them completely alive just yet. So it's easy to help you know mold them in that into a a dope a doper more precise direction for them to go to when it comes to like expressing themselves and their creativity. So yeah, that's sort of how I get some of my creativity out is like teaching it to the kids, you know, type thing. Yeah. So um uh yeah, definitely. And then other jobs I've had like jobs where I was working in the food, um, but it was just <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was when I was down to like, yeah, desperate, desperate. But Working with food, though, I mean, it taught me some cool little stuff to put together in the crib. <laughs> you yeah. know, just recipes that I learned from different places. But um, for the most part, though, I always like my my side hustle was always working with the kids, though. Oh, dope! That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So, what? Um, wh- who was someone uh, creatively that you worked with that like wowed you? That you're like, oh my gosh, like man. I got to always create with this person or they inspire me to create. Mm. Um, I would say, all right, a moment was definitely like when I was, um, when I was assisting Elle Varner for a little bit in her oh, day. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Shout out to Elle. Yeah, homie. No, shout out Elle. Um, Jim, <laughs> Michelle. Um, <laughs> but... What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, when I was working with them, like, yo, that put me in a whole different 
perspective and like a whole different uh, fulfillment and a whole different motivation behind what you know I'm doing. Just seeing like how well they work together when they're creating and just how just how beautiful it was. You know, I really got to sit back and see like the the lifestyle of like a full time like artist type thing, you know, and seeing her like how she was coming up with songs and and uh, and practicing and molding her craft like that helped keep me on my A game. Like, all right, I'm just I would get back done like um, working with them for the day, and then I would go back to the crib. And like, all right, bet. Um, I'm about to finish. I got inspired. She inspired me to finish writing this one song, or like Jim inspired me to, I don't know, figure out some type of chord that yeah. I usually would be too uh, scared to even like attempt to make or something like that. And so, like, being around them, like, I just, aside from them being like, you know, artists and musicians, like, I think they're like, honestly, they're dope creatives you know they're very very dope creatives mm -hmm. in general so like yeah that was like a that's one of the highlights for who i would say right now in this moment i'm in who i who i who i was inspired by okay so outside of working with who is someone dead or alive mm -hmm. that you are like man this person changed my life creatively like man every time i listen to that music every time i just listen to that or see their performance who who is that person? Um, straight up, I'm always pay homage to the Neptunes, yo. Uh, you only saying that because you're from Virginia? No bias. No, right? No, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> like, you couldn't pick Dr. Dre. We in Compton. You couldn't pick that. You couldn't pick him. You gonna say this on camera right now? Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah. Shout out to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, he, he, he the king. You know, right. he the king. He one of the kings. So, but um, now the Neptunes though, like outside of them being from Virginia, like they just listening to like how they came up with stuff, and they just really, really inspired me and taught me that less is more. You know, mm. when it came to like production. You know, and so, uh, and just, yeah, less is more and like, just where it's about where you place stuff, you know, like where you, it, it, even if you do add more, it's just about where you place it, you know, and not oversaturating it with mm. more type thing, you know, yeah. and shoot, I could go on all day about them, but just like, and just, and also the sounds they use, you know, like just outside the box stuff. And I'm a, I'm a advocate for like, innovation when it comes to like damn near anything so when it when i was a kid and um you know of course like listening to mad music as a kid i was able to pinpoint you know a neptune's track because like just how distinctive and innovative their sound was you know and so like it definitely like it rubbed off on me it made me want to okay like okay i know like r&b has usually has you know roads or like pianos in it but like let's not be afraid to add this synth or this like this weird snare or this like slapping uh what do you call it a real punchy kick or whatever you know mm -hmm. so like 
yeah, they just it just inspired me to just think outside the box when it comes to this whole with with creating music and everything. So, so out of the group, who is your favorite? What? Oh, I had to ask. The Neptunes, and in my eyes, the Neptunes is the Neptunes. Okay, the okay. Neptunes. okay. I can't okay, like okay. I can't I can't. Don't get me wrong, you know, everybody know Pharrell's the superstar, but Neptunes together, I feel like, yeah, they. They, they balance each other out very well, I think. Okay. So, and honestly, like, part of me don't even know what specifically that Chad would do or Pharrell would do, even though I could, most of the time I could tell, for, I would, I could probably guess when Pharrell came up with the drums or something, which I think he probably came up with majority of the drums for this stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but Chad, I feel like Chad always added like, just something that was, yeah, he was the person that I think he added uh, a certain balance when it came to like, you know, whatever Pharrell provided to the record and everything. And I will, yeah, like I said, I can't pinpoint exactly what, who exactly did what, but like I could hear the difference between a track that Pharrell made by himself and a track that the Neptunes did together. Okay. So, yeah. I think it's the creative input. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, instead yeah, of like yeah. solely like, oh, this is the right way or the wrong way. Yeah. It's because, you know what, someone else has a set of ears mm-hmm. and then be able to add and contribute to it. Exactly. And that's why you you were able to get, you know, the Neptunes. Yeah. Right. Indeed. I, I, I do believe that. Um so what is something or who is something that you felt has taken away certain creative moments that you could have uh you know you could have been creative. You know, I know for me there were times when finances helped me be creative. I'm like, yo, you know what? I ain't have it. So I just wrote something, you know, all this pain. Yeah. I was going through things. And then there were moments where I felt just defeated. Yeah. And I felt like, you know what? I can't, I can't be creative. I can't really yeah. live out my best today. Yeah. So what 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 are some of those things that you may battle? What are some of those battles? Shoot, for real, for real. Just a lot of overthinking overthinking mm. and comparing my path to somebody else's path. Like that's probably like where I used to get like the the most down out like um and yeah, numbers too, you know, the whole number thing on social media and you know that sometimes when you think something about the like pop pop pop, you know, and it just don't hit like how you thought it was going to hit. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly, it can be boiled down to me comparing it to somebody else's project that dropped or their, you know, whatever whatever it is that they, they posted that might be doing like, oh, dang, like, how come I, how come my man, my followers ain't showing love like how, mm. how they follow That's showing real. love type That's thing, real. you know, so... Yeah, that like there'd be times where like stuff like that would yeah would get me down. I'm like, uh, I well I need to just sit down and go to go back to the drawing board and just but it's like and honestly, and I mean honestly like I definitely should have been just man saying, okay, all right, um, I'm gonna learn from that or I'm gonna peep you know like you know what some type of techniques or skills that could 
that they might be using to get that type of like attention or traffic to whatever post or whatever record they released. And I can learn from that and apply it to what I'm doing versus just saying like, just sitting back like, damn, well, what I'm going to do now? Like, to, no, like, no. Okay. Step it up. Okay. I, I hear that. You know, I hear that. Step it up. You know, like I'm not about to sit and just, you know, I mean, no wrong. I used to, you know, I definitely used to, and I would be down in the dumps for like, you know, a good day. But, you know, the next day, you know, you got to, <laughs> you really, really, you really do got to be like, at least being a creative, like you can't, you just cannot be so stagnant and thinking too much, you know, and letting your mind run rampant about uh, what could happen, mm, you know, type thing. It's like whatever it is you're thinking about most most likely something that's in the future, which isn't here, or you're thinking about something that you should have did, which is in the past, which isn't here. Instead of just focusing in on like, all right, bet, okay, um, I peep that this didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do, or this didn't pan out how I thought it was going to do. All right, well, let me keep on adding to what I got. You know, let me keep on adding to what I got. Let me keep on moving with what I have, type thing. So, as you as you were saying, I, I want to definitely ask this question. Did you ever see yourself stopping? Nope. 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 I feel like... Um, Why? Why not? You know what I mean? Why not? Because I know we, we feel so challenged as creatives sometimes and we feel defeated that we can get to that place where you're like, you know, I'm done. Like, I'm tired of this. So, yeah. what, like, what makes you continue in, to do what you're doing? I mean, honestly, just because I know this is who I am, you know, this I know this is who I am and I know uh, I have a purpose that's way greater than uh, what's whatever my current, you know, situation or my current holdup is, you know, like I already know, like, because since as a kid, like I always, I always had people that were not I mean that were that were and are but I always used to have I grew up in church a lot and I used to have people that would sometimes call me out from like the crowd and like ask to pray for me specifically and mm. and one thing that I would always peep is like that like um a lot of people that prayed for me um or prophesied over me like they uh would all they, everything they said was very, very, very similar. I mean, for real, for real, it was all the same. It was all the same message, and it was basically that um, um, I'm a light in a lot of dark places, and that um, yeah, um, I have a great like I, I know I have a great purpose, and it's not on a small scale at all. So, um, and I just know the thing that the thing that um the most confident in, I feel like that has a good chunk of my purpose, you know? So that's part of the reason why I just, I know I, I don't know, I can't stop. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, when you feel destined, you just, you're just living your lifestyle, you know, to be honest, you're living the lifestyle that you know that 
that you're supposed to be living. Mm. And speaking of which, uh, you talked about um, several people different, several people uh, prophesying over you, right? Yeah. And now people can opt in to get my Bible verses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every morning, I know you be catching them. Every morning, you got one this morning. Yes, I did. Yes, every yes, single I morning. Did. Now people will be able, you could check below, check the number below and definitely text Bible and I will definitely text you every single morning at Bible verse. All right, so check it out. On another note, what is something that you feel, you know, being a creative that sometimes you just like, you feel like you don't want? Like I, I, I was, I was um, listening to this podcast with Andre 3000 Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, like, he was like, yo, if they could just take away this feeling, I don't want it. Like, you could take it all away. Mm. You know what I mean? What is something that you're like, yo, I, even though I'm a creative, what is something that you're like, man, I just, I don't want it? Something. Certain things. Uh, is it a creative trait or like yeah, a trait? Yeah, creative or it, just in general. Okay. Um, I guess the, the feeling of... Um, the feeling of it not being accepted, you mm. know, the feeling of it not being, or the feeling, if anything, the feeling of people not not getting it, you know, or the fear of that feeling. That's what I mean. That, like the fear of like, dang, I wanna, I wanna wear this, or I wanna, I wanna uh, put this in a song. Or I want to write this lyric in it, but people might not get it, or people it might go over people's heads. But like honestly, like that feeling, I think feelings like that are part of your thoughts running rampant. Like I was saying earlier, like part of your part of overthinking and letting thoughts run rampant. Like yo, if we could just filter out like the thoughts of like what ifs mm. like and that feeling that comes along with it because like yeah when you think about it long enough yeah you start feeling like it's actually happening so like yeah that fear of like what if they don't like it or what if what if they don't get it type thing you know like i hate that feeling okay definitely definitely and as i guess as time has progressed is there some things that you can look back at and be like, man, are there regrets being a creative? I will admit there's only one regret that I always had. And my regret was that I didn't hourly express myself um, vocally, you know, as much as I wanted to as like uh, a kid and a teen okay. and a young adult type thing. And how would that have helped you now, if that's the case? I feel like I'd be an even better interviewer. I mean, <laughs> interviewee. <laughs> or in like, and just um, also like public speaking type thing. You know, I feel like, um, yeah, I, I know how to sing it out, but like sometimes speaking it out, like um, I'm not as well with explaining myself. So I feel like if I would have, I feel like, if me starting to sing earlier as a kid, like I feel like I would be, of course, even sharper in my talent, but also like I feel like I would be able to explain myself better um, 
which I think that's still something that can be worked on, of course. But yeah, I feel like if I would have just been more vocal when mm-hmm. I was like a kid and a teenager, then yeah. I can I can definitely see that. I think a lot of that has to do not only just our upbringing, but our confidence level like you touched yeah. on. Um, when you are, how's your confidence? Because I've been around you before, during, and after the show, <laughs> right? And when you, I remember arriving, right? And I'm like, yo, what's up, Justo, right? And I felt like I was almost like a groupie or something because like, Hell you just no, didn't see you. me. Hold on, like you like did not see me, right? You literally like, I was like, yo, what's up, Justo? We was, you was walking up uh, Adam Plain Powell, right? And you had a performance. You was walking up Adam Plain Powell. And I was like, Justo, what's up, man? You were like, and you walked right in and I was like, oh, like, and it what? wasn't a bad, yeah, it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't a bad thing. I was like, oh, as a creative, he may be only seeing the show right now. He's really yeah. focused because he's about to hit the stage. Yeah. Right? No, I do get in that mode though. I do. Yeah. See, oh, look at that. Look at yeah. God. Won't he do it? <laughs> right? So then you being on stage, you informed me at one time that it was a high. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But how is the, I've never asked you, after the stage, is it a calm down? Like, what is it? Are you still on that high? Like, what is it as a creative? Like, when you go up there? Um, I think, like, well, after after I get off, it's, it's honestly a big, it's still a big relief, you know? Because, yeah, it's a, it's a relief, though, that... Okay. It's a relief that's... For me, it's more of like, okay, I have changed and I've set the atmosphere in this room to somewhere else. And now, like, you know, I've, I'm relieved that somebody is, somebody feels a little different, you know, or I'm, I'm relieved that, that somebody is um, thinking about how good my, music made them feel versus like if they were worried about something when they first came in type thing. Mm. You know, um, I think like that's that's why I feel relieved. Like, okay, I've, I've, I've done my my job. You know, I've done my, I've done a good work. I've changed somebody's like, I've changed somebody's uh, reality for a second. You know, I've taken them out of their own worries for a little while at least. And yeah. Now they can, you know, they can they can party the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> they can party. They can party. Are and now some... I can party the rest of the night <laughs> too. I know, like, I remember when I was a kid, um, don't judge a brother either. You know what I'm saying? For real. But look, <laughs> like basically I was uh I was listening to Jay, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to some Jay. I was living in Savannah and um I was like, dang, like, man, like I cried. I forgot what he was saying. I think it was like imaginary players, like I know it was like his some of his early early music. And I, I think I had it on vinyl because mm-hmm. I was DJing at that time. Yeah, I right? remember that. Yeah, I was DJing. So what lyrics have you conveyed that have been some of your most creative work? That I've conveyed? Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Dang. I mean... I'm like, I'm like, dang, I wrote some good shit. <laughs> um, sorry if I cuss. You can blur, you can blur it out. Yeah, right. blur, er, right. is that? Um, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know. 
I probably think, dang, sorry. You got me with that one. Okay. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw a, a wild card out. I'll say spell on me. Okay. Spell on me. Um, I think that song definitely is a song that can definitely give people a, a, you know, a different way of expressing how they feel about somebody through a um, an outside perspective type thing. Mm. You know, like not looking at somebody how how you perceive them um, from what they're displaying, you know, or who they are just as you know them to be. But like it helps. It, I think that's a song that can help people look at how amazing somebody's like aura can be when you're just looking at it from an aerial or outside perspective. Mm. That's, I don't know, that's a wild card though. But um, yeah, I'll say that one. If not that one, then I have another song called Changes that I put out. And that one's like not on any streaming. It was like one of my first like mixtapes that I put out, you know? And it was was actually original, it was like EP, but it was on Bandcamp. It's the song Changes and that one's about like- Yo, I like that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not even trying to like, I'm not trying to plug them in either. It's like really, I really like that song. Yeah, yeah, I think that song, I don't know what, I was, my my pin game was on some some stuff when Um, when I- Changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yo, I know that. Yo, that's my jam right yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like that song, like, yeah, that 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 song was definitely a a, a hit homer for a lot of people, you know, because yeah, just pretty much just how there's gonna be plenty of people that come and in. You had the little fro on the front album, the little fro <laughs> with the uh Little varsity uh, jacket, is that what it is? It had the Michael Jackson Thriller Anniversary jacket on. <laughs> yeah, and it was like some lockers. Yeah, it was in that was I did that in college. It was colleges have lockers? Nah, it was the art department in the the downstairs oh, okay. art department like, really in school lockers? had lockers. This is the art department though, I believe. And of course, I mean, other than the lockers that are in the gyms, but like this was like school look hallway looking lockers. So yeah, that was in the art department. What uh, school was that? Did you went to? I went to Chowan University in North Carolina. Okay. Small school. Um, I remember when I first got there, they hadn't had a, they didn't even have a thousand students yet. And I remember when they finally reached a thousand students, they threw this like big ass party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the school thousand students. That is not a yeah. big student body. However, though, like that's what I think part of that's what made that school like special. The fact that it was a small school and people became like so close and pride still to this day like i met the most amazing people in my life at that school who, who literally like changed my i i'll say they changed my life yo like for for the good you know they did mm-hmm. dang that's that's really cool man yeah it's really cool so if we can let's say see your creative workflow mm-hmm. like what what does that look like like is it you know, notes in your phone, notes on a pen and pad. You know what I'm saying? You got writings on the wall. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but what does that look like, your creative workflow? 
my creative workflow is first, um, I say a mantra, you know, okay. I say a mantra that was uh, tailor made for me by my homie Bliss. Um, and yeah, I say that before I do anything just to uh, prepare my mind, you know, my mind and my heart to get ready to um, express myself in the the most uh, vulnerable and but yet like fun manner that I can type thing. Cause I don't think there's any wrong with like having fun while you're creating as well. It doesn't have to always be like, all right, let's get it, get it, get it, get it. Like, nah, like it's, it's supposed to be having fun while you're doing it too. So, um, and after that, honestly, like, for example, like if it's, if I'm working on a song, um, I just, I put, I'll put that song on all day or that instrumental, mm -hmm. I put it on all day and I walk around and I, um, you know, <laughs> on some hippie stuff, I become one with the track. Uh, but like, but I, but from doing that, that's it. That's if I'm like strictly like writing. But a lot of times, if I'm making a song, like I start off with, um, I'll make the beat, you know, okay. and the drums usually come first, and then after that, the chords. By the grace, then, okay. <laughs> By the grace, <laughs> just come on in. Yeah, nah, for real, for real. you know, I lay the chords down, or whatever, whether it be on the MIDI controller or the guitar, and then, um. Honestly, all I need is starting out, all I need is the beat and the chords, you know, and that's when, you know, I start pulling lyrics from the chords out here type thing. And if not lyrics, then the melody comes, you know. So we actually what I say lately it's been a lot of the melodies coming first, you know. So the melody comes first and I just honestly I I go I go wherever my words and my brain take me from there, you know. Mm -hmm. Um Cause sometimes like not every song is on personal experiences, you know, situations that I've seen from an outside perspective and, yeah. you know, and I write about that, you know, so, um, yeah, it's definitely like chords, melodies, and then lyrics come type thing. So some, a lot of people say that you know, a lot of words, uh, they come from life experiences, right? Yeah. And as a child, like when you were growing up, who was that person? Like that was in music. Who was that person that you looked to that be like, yo, do you see what they just did? Or they hit the right note or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I know for me growing up, I used to look up to all my uncles and cousins because they all were in go-go bands. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. I'm about to play the congos. Yeah, I'm going to kill them. And then I was like, that's not for me. And yeah. I went a different direction. But, yeah, right. But how, who was that person for you? Um, it was a combination of between my mom and my brother. Okay. Um, my brother, you know, he drums. And my mom sings and yeah, like they're the first, it makes sense because they're the first musical people I ever knew in my life. Ooh. So like, you know, so yeah, I think, um, yeah, just hearing my mom sing like all the time, it just, uh, sometimes she was singing, it would make me want to cry, you know, to be honest. And I would never like tell her that, but you know, just. <laughs> she going to see this interview. I know, right? And she gonna be like, uh. 
Oh, word? Yeah. And her real. birthday, she just turned 60? She did. You know, happy yeah. birthday. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Birthday, I, saw, I saw it on the gram. You feel me? I said, <laughs> oh, man, six, that's zero. blessings. Right. That's I blessings, know, right? man. Yeah, Seriously. yo. But yeah, my mom and my brother, like, they definitely, they, I don't even sometimes think they realize, like, what they, like, who they created. <laughs> but, um, but at least as an artist, like, they, you know, my mom, hearing my mom sing inspired me because, like, yeah, this is somebody that's, like, not afraid to get up on this stage and sing. And, like, I always, like, yeah. admired that, you know, like, she... You wouldn't, if she was nervous, you would never be able to tell, you know. And then same with my brother, you know, my brother. And if anything, the main thing that I appreciate about my brother's artistry is just how, in my eyes, like his his drumming is just so clean cut mm. and to the point and not OD at all. Like just perfectly. Like I feel like, he ain't trying to show off like some of these drummers. Right. And, like, it's, like he, and okay. it's like he can. He can do that. He can give you that if he wants. But he has he's somebody that has learned to like really, really um control his cause I he feel be in like the pocket. Yeah, exactly. And I think like I, I admire people who are like, clearly I could be out here giving you a full blown Kamehameha. But like, <laughs> okay, you know, if you know, you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, like, but Jay it's like, Mosey. cause sometimes you, yeah, you get so like, you get so, um, like, all right, I'm an, I'm a talented person, and I'm about to show you just how talented I am. Watch, and then like, you just go in. But like, I love the person who was like, I'm mad talented, but I'm gonna like, show you in the most like, clean, cleanest, like, controlled way. Type yeah, thing, you know, mm -hmm. and I love that, and that's how I look at my brothers like drumming. So, um, yeah, and my mom singing, you know, as well. That's dope. That's dope. So, if there's something that we can look forward to in the future, right? Well, what what can we expect from from Justo Ontario? You can expect some good, downright hits. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 just, I mean, but I feel like um, you can expect definitely just some, some, some fresh vulnerability and, and fresh just sounds, you know, like I, I like taking, taking different uh, elements of various different genres and making them up into a song and including them in a way that's like, that can make you be like, one of my friends, he, he listened to one of my songs and he said, okay, I like the I like the the line that you put in there. And I get what he, I, and I automatically got what he meant. He's like the line, you know how it is when you taste something and you taste, you're like, I know this is what I'm tasting, but like I, I taste the lime in here. I know oh, I don't see the lime in this, but I taste like, the oh, lime. Oh my! Well, my palate, I can. Yeah, I feel you yeah, saying. It's yeah, like licorice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. So like, I like, I like creating music like that. Okay. So um, that's what you can you you can hear from me, and then also like, um, and then also being an educator as well. Like, um, I'm always thinking of new ways or like innovative ways to to help kids learn better, you know, or to learn more fluently or smoothly. So, yeah. Okay. And 
What are some words of encouragement? Today was the last day, my brother. What would you say? What would you tell people? One thing I would tell people is that your sanity comes before everything. That's just my personal belief. You might not agree with it, but I just believe that your sanity comes before everything. If you know that there's something in your life that is not protecting or keeping uh, your sane self healthy, whether it is that job, whether it's that person, like your sanity comes before everything. And so you know what it is that's keeping your sanity in a, a crunch or whatever. So that's the main thing I would tell people, you know, if you know your sin, if you're, you're the most sane when you're doing this hobby or creating this, then pour into your, what's keeping you sane and keeping you happy on this earth. Like, like I said, your sanity comes before everything. Mm. That's, that's, that's good stuff. So how can people get in contact with you? You can get in contact with me by going on Google.com and type in Justo oh, oh, Ontario. Oh, Google. Okay. I'm Googleable, okay? Uh, are you out here? You out, <laughs> no, you out but here? for real. I think we I, outside. No, trust me. Like, if you Googleable, like, you know, let it be known. Like, all you got to do is type my name in Google. Like, that's dope. Like, so, yeah, if you honestly, if you type my name in my, Justo Ontario, like the lake, in Google, you gonna find how to contact me. If not, then just Ontario at gmail.com. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> this has been a great episode at My Creative Journey. Yes, it has. Where we document creatives. And another thing that I want to tell everyone that we live by is the more you create, the more you can learn. Indeed. And the more you can learn, the more you can give. Mm-hmm. You know, you give back to your community, give yeah. the game to your kids exactly. and more. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like giving is like Giving back to somebody, whatever, wherever you created, created, and giving it back in some way, like that's the main like high that we get, you know. No, that's so, a yeah. fact. That is a fact. And you can, you know, follow me at mixed by Mark M I X E D by Mark. This has been a great episode. Thank you, my brother. My always brother. and forever, my brother. <laughs> Appreciate you, we're my brother. brothers. For sure. We're happy and we're, we're singing and, and we're colored. colored. That's a fact. So at Color Compton. Oh, the oh. plug. Colored and we at Color Compton. So definitely check us out. All right. Peace and blessings. Boom. Out of here. That was that was a good wrap up. That was that was. I'm glad that, that we good. actually went back. We did that. We did that.